0: I've been telling you guys about land.com to help you find a place to call your own and do all the hunting and fishing and hanging with the family that you want while owning your own piece of land is something that can generate memories. I can speak to this personally because my family, we own a couple small, beautiful little backcountry parcels. It can also generate income in both the near and long term, like starting a rental business slash family compound that can benefit both this and future generations. Check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is the place to find and invest in your open space. Clean and protect your firearms with Riptide Armory. Riptide Armory's products are military and professionally formulated and approved, featuring a groundbreaking graphene infused ceramic coating that is safe for all surfaces providing unmatched protection for any firearm. Discover a new standard in gun maintenance. Order your advanced cleaning kits today at RiptideArmory.com. Riptide Armory, relentless performance for your firearms. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
1: You're listening to another Big Buck Breakdown from the Element Podcast. What's happening, all my woods people? It's a rainy day today. It's the weatherman of Whitetail. It is Tyler Jones. Oh. oh, what's happening? We are uh, we are just sitting in the truck again. We um, did a podcast with a friend last night, and we were like, "Yeah, we're just chilling in the truck," you know, telling him, you know, I don't remember. We it was like a not we didn't say it that way, but like he figured out obviously that we were in the truck, and we were like, he was like, "Dude." Do y'all do a podcast anywhere but in the truck? And I was like, <laughs> man, we uh, don't have uh, houses, so right. I don't know what we're supposed we to do. So many things we have to run around and do, man. We sleeping sleep in whenever trucks. Whenever you're scouting and hunting and hunting checking trail trucks,
2: cameras and doing all this stuff, man. It's
1: working truck, You got to be in the truck. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just that's what it man. is. That's it. Well, today we've got uh, a, a buddy of mine who also happens to be related um, by marriage unfortunately um no Uh, anyway he's uh cash sisk and he's he killed a buck last year which is kind of odd that we would do a big buck breakdown but i've been wanting to do this since last year and and uh we just haven't had the time cash has been busy in school i've been busy uh you know trying to podcast with people that uh you know other people that shoot big deer other than him apparently so uh we finally got him on the podcast and, uh, anyway, it's going to be a good one. You guys are going to like the story, but first KC, you have, uh, uh, recently killed something and we're going to do, we're going to be posting a video of it tonight. Guys,
2: I finally killed something. So it's a big deal. All right. KC <laughs> <Whatever. Casey laughs> killed it. something. Uh, you killed a doe last year. I did. I did kill a doe last year. How about and a spike? You Me- did. Meat bug, dude. On publicly. That's right, dude. I-, I killed it. all of eight inches of white tail last year. i of all
1: my friends being self-deprecating.
2: <laughs> tired of this. Um, but uh, anyways, um, we got back from the Gila, and I was you know, kind of down and out, honestly, about my abilities. And um, I went over to my property and checked a trail camera. It was at Exodus Lift 2. Um, mm, that's a good camera. That, uh, yeah, it's bat the bone. So clear. Um, but I checked that trail camera. And I had it on burst mode, and I was able to determine that I had this one bully old boar that would come in and run the deer off of the corn that I had set out for, you know, just this camera trap. And this boar hog would come in in the evenings and run off all the deer and eat what he wanted to and then leave and the deer would come back. So I said, I need to go in there and take care of this situation. I sat up on the ground 11 yards from the corn and shot this pig, like, head on frontal at like
1: 11 yeah, so yards you said 12 in the video oh so 12, sorry guys and, and next year it's gonna be nine yards so, no, time dude, Somebody
2: that. is going to <laughs> definitely correct me on the youtube comments that's what's gonna happen yeah, they, will. they will let me know but yes, they will that exodus lift 2 let me know what i need to do about this hog situation yeah. and it's a pretty dang cool camera man it's yeah. an, it's a it's high a price features, camera man. but it's like if you want something that's legit that's going to be super clear, you know, like I've got deer that I guarantee if I wanted to, I could find the ticks and count them. you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> well, like, and that's the thing, like you're using this, this is a higher price camera, so you're using it, this is one that goes on your property. Yeah, I mean, this isn't, this isn't one necessarily, even though they have a good warranty or whatever, we, it's not one that we're putting out on public because yeah. the hassle of replacing it is kind of not worth it, mm-hmm. you know, we'd rather use some cheap cameras, which us having cheap cameras over the years is why we probably love this camera so much because it's like it's a it's a breath of fresh air to be able to have some detail in the pictures for sure but mm-hmm. yeah man uh it's a cool little video uh i'm gonna try to get that out tonight so if you're listening on the first night of this pod or first day of this podcast it'll be uh out tonight and you can go and correct casey all you want i'm telling you um i'm already calling it right now okay somebody's gonna say uh, something that you need to do about your arrow rest. Oh yeah, you know yeah. Like there's gonna f- there's gonna be about three experts that try to get on there and tell you <laughs> what you should do to fix that problem. Yeah. and you you don't know what that problem is if you're listening right now. So you'll have to you'll have to go uh, watch the video to figure it out. But uh, we did have somebody from the Gila video that was like. Your pants are squeaking. They're giving you away. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that gummy, I guess I should have wore Wranglers, you know? Yeah, I don't or just know. no pants. <laughs> or no pants would have been good at that point. Huh. All yeah. right. Well, we'll get to cash then, I guess. Is there anything else going on in our lives, man? Man,
2: we're just trying to hunt. Um, That's true. It's like, it's such a weird time because we've done a really good job this year. Of not just wearing it out and going hunting too much because they're low odds sits because it's hot and all. We did have the cold fronts, which that's the thing. It's
1: like oh. should we have been going? You I know?
2: don't know. I mean, you can't kill them at home, right? But right. at the same time, uh, we've got a lot of hunts coming up this fall, and we're poor boys, and there's just so much gas money in this world. You know yeah. what I mean? And these and Trump in these public places in Texas, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's all these places um, that. In Texas, that are public that are millions of miles apart, so you got to drive all over the world to actually go hunt. Yeah, uh, I've hunted a little bit at home, and you'll see that you know video tonight. And I yeah. think that uh, we're maybe plot, plotting another hunt close to home for this week.
1: Yeah, um, if this was a normal October, I wouldn't feel bad about the hunts that I've done this year. Yeah, it's just that we had some raging cold fronts well, that like kind of makes you sad that you we hunted one hunt.
2: of them. Yeah. And then the next one, we both had just prior commitments that we just couldn't, couldn't yeah. not do. You oh know? yeah,
1: for sure, I know. But I had uh, head- coming. I mean, it's like I, I gave, I gave two weekends away in October, two Saturdays away, not even weekends. And of course, one of those weekends is the baddest cold front that's ever hit you know in our lifetime but it's
2: still early october man like yeah yes you could could have killed the deer but it's not like it's going to make the rut happen sooner you know what i mean like they might have got on their feet a little bit earlier or whatever but it's still not as good as what it is going to be a month from now
1: so you're telling me weather doesn't affect the rut it does not affect the rut
2: (laughs) I, i i don't think so it's going to affect your visual perception Mm -hmm. of the rut which is much different than
1: the rut itself we we might not need to get into this right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah okay well then let's get to cash and let him tell his story all right now on the phone we've got cash sisk he's uh my wife's cousin he is a big deer hunter his dad's a big deer hunter i've actually been on a sheep hunt with your dad so um we have spent some time in the woods together man for sure and i know you guys uh did that was it a couple years ago where y'all uh he was actually successful on uh yeah. sheep and goat so that was that was yeah, a pretty cool hunt. summer yeah yeah so that was uh actually man we weren't really planning on this but didn't y'all do like 10 miles by foot on backpack and yeah, backpacking we area?
3: uh we hiked in uh five miles the first day and five miles the second day and then once we shot it uh we hacked the full 10 miles out Ugh. then one day it took eight
1: hours that's pretty brutal man
3: yeah it's pretty pretty good hack
1: yeah <laughs> it's a good thing you're a young pup man you can handle stuff like yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah well uh that's pretty neat man i know i know that was a cool experience and and i was glad that uh if your dad was gonna you know shoot one with somebody it was with you man i know that probably meant to meant a lot to him and and, oh yeah uh,
3: that's,
1: a cool, that's a cool thing to see yeah so anyway um we were going to do this episode last year and uh things just kind of got in the way a lot of times when you and i are together it's uh we're eating meemaw's cake and pies and stuff instead of you know doing business so it's holiday season and stuff kind of got in the way and uh but i did want to get you back on here to talk about this deer that you shot last year uh, because man it's not often that you know, good deer get shot around here by people I know. Usually they're going out of state or whatever. Um, so, anyway, talk about the deer, man. Did you have any history with this buck? And, and kind of explain to the listener what uh, what he looked
3: like. Uh, yeah, we had seen him the year before, and he was a pretty decent eight-point. But he, uh, he was pretty young. But uh, he showed up during bow season. And uh, dad luckily left him there for a little bit. <laughs> and uh, we, had, we had some pictures of him. He was just a wide, pretty wide eight point, uh, pretty heavy. Um, and I haven't shot anything on my bow. Uh, had some pretty pretty rough luck with that mm-hmm. past couple of years. But uh, so I went home uh, one day during the semester, uh, mid to late October, I think. And uh, the first evening he came in, and I was in just a little 12 foot tripod came in and he sat broadside and i got drawn on him and just as i was about to get ready to shoot at him a doe wheezed at him and he kind of blew up and went to about 25 yards and i didn't account for the quartering away so when i shot i knew i stuck him but i didn't know where because it was getting close to dark and uh, actually my mom and dad were watching dad would just happened to look down from the house and kick up so he knew i hit him and uh, he blew out and I gave him a little bit. We went and looked for him and found a lot of blood, but uh, no deer. And so I tracked him for probably three days that weekend. Um, And then actually the Tuesday that I was in class, uh, mom texted me and told me they had pictures of him on the camera again, that he was back. Uh, So that was a pretty good phone call.
1: Yeah. So like how much blood?
3: A uh, pretty good bit, enough to where I thought he was going to be laying up at any point. Yeah. But we had a rainstorm coming in the next morning, so we probably pushed him a little bit mm-hmm. and kept him up. But you could tell where he went in and where he kind of sat down, and then where we had pushed him up again.
1: Um, Man, that's crazy.
3: Yeah, so we could we could see where I hit him on the camera, and it was pretty. It was a good shot if he would have been either broadside or quartering to me. But a quarter and away was a little far forward, and it went through his neck and had a pass-through, but didn't hit any vitals. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So uh, after I got the phone call, I took off again Thursday right after class, and uh, I hunted all weekend. And I was getting to where I knew a specific doe that he hung out with a lot. And then one evening, I guess it was that morning, she walked out and I started shaking pretty bad, and she wasn't <laughs> in front of me. I don't think she was in front of me for about 30 seconds before she blew out of there. Mm. So it was a good thing he wasn't with her. Yeah. But I was kind of expecting a big eight to be trailing her, and I got pretty nervous. <laughs> but, uh, so I that evening I decided I was gonna put my ghillie suit on, so maybe I, they wouldn't see me as easy if I started shaking. And uh, went hunting, I guess it'd be Saturday night and uh, we're getting right at dark, getting pretty hard to see. I kind of look down to the left, and I can see the tree line, and I can see one, I can see the left side of him from about 150 yards uh, walking right beside the trees. And all I can see is his left horn, and I could tell that it was him just based off of his width and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, walked right in, and I got drawn, and uh, he sat there, and he as soon as he got within the my shooting lane, he looked right at me, facing me, and knew where the area came from the last time. <laughs> yeah. And he sat there for about 30 seconds and stared right at me while I was at full draw. And uh, finally, I guess, decided I wasn't in there and went ahead and started eating. But it was getting pretty dark on me, and I was waiting for him to turn, but he had never, never turned broadside, so I had to take a quarter and two me shot and uh knew i hit him and he took off and went the same direction he went the time before and uh so i got out of the got out of the stand and looked and i didn't find any blood and i didn't find any arrows so i was getting pretty nervous at that point so i let him sit there for a little bit and waited till my uh waited till dad got home and a couple buddies came over and we uh just made our way through the little gap there and finally walked up on him. And he didn't—we finally found the arrow and didn't have any blood on it.
1: Huh.
3: And he was laying on his—it didn't pass through. It got stuck between two ribs on his opposite side. And he was laying on his entry hole, and there wasn't a drop of blood anywhere.
1: Huh. huh. You hit him it
3: good? Yeah, I had a double lung on him, mm-hmm. but uh, nothing came out. It was all internal, but he finally went down. Wow. We just happened to walk up on him.
1: Man, that's crazy! How far? How far did he go after you? After you shot?
3: Uh, probably about a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, uh, he went down and got in some tall grass and laid down. What was the result of that first
2: shot? Did it look like it had started uh, infecting that area or anything yet, or was it still pretty clean?
3: No, it was still pretty clean. There was a little spot where you could tell it was trying to heal up, but uh, no, I mean it didn't affect the need or anything. It <laughs> was a clean pass right through the right through the front part of the shoulder and all the way through the neck and pass through
1: was he just bleeding neck blood or what was it
3: yeah i'm guessing because it didn't hit anything vital
1: yeah Oh, huh, that's crazy, man.
3: Yeah.
1: Deer are tough, man. Um So that was your first never, buck. I'd never
3: get. Yeah. First the, one I shot with a bow.
1: First deer with a bow, huh? And got to shoot him twice. <laughs> how about <laughs> that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bang for yeah. your buck there,
1: yeah, man. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Well, uh I actually didn't know that know all that, man, so that's news to me. I don't know how we we missed uh missed that part of the story sometime in the last year or so, but it's pretty yeah. cool. Was that it was that in October last year?
3: Yeah, the yeah. first time I shot him was probably the middle of October, and then I think I killed him on October 20th, gotcha. the week after, and shot him the first time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Was he uh,
2: was he, you know, on the does pretty good at that October 20th spot, or was he just more concerned with food?
3: No, he, uh, he had a doe already picked out. We yeah. have a doe down there that has a bunch of white on her, a bunch of white spots all over her back, so it's pretty easy to tell which one she is, and he hung around her for the whole week that i was back at school
1: Hmm.
3: no mom mom saw him every day but he didn't he didn't come out until uh the second night i was hunting
1: yeah that's cool man well um you got any any new prospects this year i know uh, you hunt down south with your dad some too and and i know you guys he showed me some pictures the other day and it looks like there's some some nice ones down there but uh, anything else around the home place there that you're looking at this year
3: uh we've got one deer we saw i guess this is our third year that we've seen him but he hasn't uh hadn't grown like we hoped he would but uh we're gonna go ahead and give him another year oh yeah see if maybe if he can come out i think he's probably gonna be about five um and then we got some other young deer yeah that are not prospects yet but maybe next year
1: yeah yeah, yeah. gotcha yeah. well that's cool you uh I heard your mom talking yesterday that it might be you and her fighting over a big one down south, so yeah, good luck with that, yeah. man.
3: I pretty much accept that I'm probably not going to get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes, yeah. man, paying your dues. That's right. Yeah. yeah, You know, sometimes it's good, it's good, uh, I've always said it's good not to shoot a giant for one of your first deer, because then it's like, where do you go from there, you know?
3: Yeah, no, I want to i want to still enjoy trying to see a big one but uh yeah and i'm still pretty new to still pretty new to bow hunting so Mm -hmm. hopefully i'll have some more luck this year
2: yeah how'd this uh, kind of affect you mentally as a bow hunter does it make you want to do it more or was it kind of did it kind of sour you on it some
3: i don't know it makes me bow hunting a complete a completely different animal it's a whole lot more fun being 15 yards from them than 150 Mm -hmm. yeah uh but no, that that little experience made me want to do it again to make me uh sound a little better on my next story that I didn't
2: have to do <laughs> twice. Yeah. Well, well dude, that's the real world, man. That, it is. thats is. I'm glad you're willing to tell it because that happens way more than what people like to you know act like it does. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that's a real deal. That's a real thing. And I'm I'm so glad it worked out the way it did for you. You know, it would have stunk to to hit him too far back and then just lose him and him die you know from
3: gut shot or whatever but the way you know it all worked out was just pretty awesome dude Mm -hmm. yeah it was a pretty pretty neat deal got my heart pumping a few times (laughs) yeah i
1: (laughs) I imagine man
3: i was glad when it was finally over with
1: yeah yeah man don't worry
3: about it anymore
1: that's a weird thing man yeah like you uh when when you put a lot of pressure on yourself sometimes it's like you know getting getting through with it's like yeah this is a good feeling you know It was
3: a big, big relief to finally see him on the ground.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I imagine. Did you, uh, you got a shoulder mount of that deer, didn't you? Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: I got done a while back. I haven't got him hung up yet. I but. saw that, man. I, he looks, uh, I actually got to see him in person for the first time when I went over there uh, a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, I guess. And, and, uh, dude, he's bigger than I thought, man. Like, he, I mean, he looks good in pictures for sure, but, um, that deer is solid, yeah, mom, man.
3: <laughs> mom did a pretty good job on the, uh,
1: angles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> he's big, man, for sure. I mean, it's yeah, a it's a great 8 point. Did did uh you
3: ever score him or anything? Yeah, he scored 124.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a big slick bad. 8, man. Is. Especially for around here. That's awesome yeah. deer.
3: Yeah, and I'm pretty happy
1: about him. That deer probably outscores the 10 point I shot for my first bow buck, so it's <laughs> pretty good, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on and telling the story, man, and and uh I guess go make you an A on your test or whatever you got coming up here in a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to.
1: <laughs> all right, dude. Well, be careful driving.
3: All right, man. We'll talk to you all later. Thanks. See ya. It.
1: I'm a little bit jealous, man, of, of old Cash. Yeah? Cash, man, because, uh, yeah, just, you know, I've never shot a buck in East Texas, man. Really? And so, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That first one you never recovered. Right? Yeah. Man, you, yeah. you, you I, mean, I guess technically shot at, yeah. I mean. shot <laughs> it. That's right. But, yeah, that was that was a long time ago. Yeah. I think I was nine years old or eight or nine years old, well, maybe 10 years old.
2: There is a slightly pencil, pretty long time date point over at my property hey. that I just might let you, you shoot, You talk man. about
1: like... That's the that is East Texas oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, he for sure has the East Texas vibe a going. Slightly pencil, long time, eight point, right? Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? That's him. Yeah. I uh if you're serious about it, you know, I don't know how serious you are, but I would uh entertain that man for sure. <laughs> I uh I I definitely like I said, I've never shot one. Um in East Texas. I've shot a doe a couple couple of does, I guess. Yeah? And, yeah. Yeah, a couple years ago. So that's it, man. And and uh it's just one of them deals where like Getting permission has been tough for me, man. I, I, uh, um, you know, in high school was busy with football and college was busy with football. And then I come back and I'm touring and basically lived on the road. I was literally on the road more than I was home. So Mm -hmm. it's like getting permission, getting to know people in your community and that kind of thing was tough, man. So I don't know. It's been uh, definitely been a, a uphill battle trying to get a place with a legal buck on it for me in East Texas but you've got you've got probably potential to have several legal bucks on your property this year
2: my property sits up pretty good for later in the season hopefully having some uh, big bucks move off of you know a large wood lot onto my place so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to that I don't know I don't don't know what I'm going to do I do know I'm ready to shoot something and I hope we can get
1: it done soon me too man me too well we're going to we're going to head out to public land this week I think so maybe something will happen special for us there and if it's uh if it's like most of our other sits on texas public then it might not but that'll still be i'm just excited to go sit in the woods with a little bit cooler temperatures man yep yep Full yeah. show, sure, man i'm ready to go do it like i said earlier in the podcast continue to check on our youtube channel things are going to keep popping up including a hunt from public land that was earlier this year uh where we had bucks fighting in early october whoa that's coming out soon uh don't forget casey's hog film and uh guys if you like these big buck breakdowns make sure and subscribe um uh, that way you get up. Uh, that way you get notified every time a new one comes out. Which we're trying to do these early in the week, every week until the end of the year. So, hopefully you'll get some good stories to inspire you to get out. And it's just it just gets better from from now on, man. That's right. I until mean,
2: the end of season, man. Yeah. I'm just feeling good about life.
1: Me too, man. The, Me too. Every day is a closer day to better deer, honey. That's right, man. Well. I'm, uh, I'm excited. So, anyway, guys, remember, this is your element. Live in it. Well, I've always heard blood is thicker than water. It's why she moves so slow when you look down upon her. Well, I can see it cross and it still looks the same. It's a ring.
0: I've been telling you guys about land.com to help you find a place to call your own and do all the hunting and fishing and hanging with the family that you want while owning your own piece of land is something that can generate memories. I can speak to this personally because my family, we own a couple small, beautiful little backcountry parcels. It can also generate income in both the near and long term, like starting a rental business slash family compound that can benefit both this and future generations. Check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is the place to find and invest in your open space. Clean and protect your firearms with Riptide Armory. Riptide Armory's products are military and professionally formulated and approved, featuring a groundbreaking graphene-infused ceramic coating that is safe for all surfaces, providing unmatched protection for any firearm. Discover a new standard in gun maintenance. Order your advanced cleaning kits today at RiptideArmory.com. Riptide Armory, relentless performance for your firearms.